welcome to Couple of Idiots, your daily episode by episode podcast where we listen to the show. So I screwed all this up, didn't I? Sure did, but that's okay. But so you coughed like right at the beginning. So I that's did. I apologize. Out. All right, let's just a second. Take take two. We'll we'll cut all this out. Stop laughing. Hello and welcome to Couple of Vidgets, your daily episode by episode podcast where we discuss the television show Supernatural. I am one of your hosts, Dan, and with me as always is his wife, Penny. Wow, yeah, what did I do in that beginning? Did I just start jumbling words or? Yeah, you sure did. You sound like Donald Trump for a minute there. <laughs> I, I was always on autopilot with this and I was thinking about your cough and yeah, it's just like, hey, wait, what am I even saying anymore? So I don't know. We'll have to uh, trim that up, though, so it doesn't sound too silly. Sure. Yeah. But look at the look now that's given you. <laughs> she knows. Yeah. She knows something terrible has happened in this house. Papa messed up. Papa messed up. So uh, how's it going today? Not too bad. I said, hey. Hey, hey. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, we're getting into, uh, we'll talk about this episode, but, man, this show is kind of taking a, a kind of a turn, I think, or I feel like it's shifted gears in a way. Why do you think that? In what way has it shifted gears? Uh, definitely, it seems like it's not focused on... Um, I feel like, anyways, the focus is not just going to be monster of the week, but I feel it's going to be like crisis of the week caused by other situations. Like, if they just run across a random wolfman now, that'll shock me. Or if they just run across a random monster and they don't discuss any of this other stuff, that would really shock me at this point. It may or, it may, or may not happen, and... I know that there is like special episodes coming up, but yeah, it really feels like uh, maybe they got like a big, huge story arc plan now, and I don't know how long all this stuff's going to take place, because we're in season four, and there's 15 seasons? Yes. Yeah, I kind of feel like I got shot out of a cannon, possibly, for the rest of the series, to tell you the truth. Well, you're right. Uh, season four, because we have the appearance of Castiel, who's an angel, and really, up until the final episode, it kind of does, in a way, become one long story arc. I mean, each season has its own story arc, but right. really, this is the beginning of what the entire series becomes. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I can really, I really feel it in this episode. Um, I. I know that there's a couple of elements later in the show, like their secret underground bunker or whatever. I know that they ha do have like a sort of central hangout, and I can already see uh, shadows of that now in this episode. Right. Um, and Castiel, of course, I know that he's all the way up into later episodes because just seeing it when you're watching it, so I know he's around. Uh, so yeah, it's it. Feel, like I say, it feels like it shifted. It, Feels like this whole show got up to speed and now it's off and running. <laughs> yes, it is. It, it found its foot. It's found its footing. Right? Footings, I guess, as they would say. So this is season two, episode four. Where are you, God? It's me, Dean Winchester. It's actually season four, episode two. Oh, jeez. <laughs> what is wrong with me today? <laughs> it's opposite day. 
Yeah, I have season two, episode four. Okay, season four, episode two, duh. Are you there, God? It's me, Dean Winchester. Yes. Um, did you look up where that title came from? Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret, or whatever it was. Yeah, that is the name of the book. Uh, it's a title from Judy Bloom is the author. Right. I've, I've never read it, so I don't know. You didn't read Judy Bloom books as a kid? Probably not. I really hope that Nala's bone, I mean, Harley's bone chewing there isn't coming through the microphones. Harley, take your bone elsewhere. Harley, you're fine. <laughs> I broke her spirit. So, uh, start the episode. We see a TV and some lights. It's all staticky going in and out, which always means bad things are approaching. There's a lady. She opens up her eyes and wakes up. We see that it's cold because you can see her breath. She runs over to a big gun safe. Sure looks like she's a hunter right away. And we hear some messages on her voicemail, and one's from Bobby, uh, like asking, hey, what's up? Uh, something's big coming, be careful, something like that. Some sort of warning call from Bobby. She pulls out a shotgun and starts walking around her house. There's a ghost in her kitchen or something like that that she totally recognizes. Uh, it's like, oh, it's you. And uh, she pours down some salt, tries to protect herself, but then up behind her pops another ghost of some sort and then strangles her to death <laughs> and the beginning of the episode. Yeah, so don't forget, she also had her EMF meter out, and the EMF meter was going bonkers. So, yeah, we do know that uh, there was a ghost, and we found that there were two. And she did salt herself, like, in the room um, with her weapons locker. But, yeah, the other ghost, I think, was already in there, so she's pretty much screwed. Come back from uh, that opening, grab the title card graphic, and it's Sam and Dean are fighting... <laughs> Shocking. If Castiel is real or not. Well, not if Castiel is real, but if angels are real. All right, yeah. Because Dean doesn't want to think that angels are really real, and Sam's like, well, why not? He's kind of like, if demons are real, why not angels? Bobby's had enough of the conversation, calls them both chuckleheads, breaks up the fight, and he tells them that he's got lore on the subject. And that, yeah, sure enough, angels can grab someone out of hell. Uh, Sam likes the idea that, hey, we got some good guys on our side. But Dean just doesn't believe it, or God, and he asks, why me? Just doesn't feel like he's important enough to save, or isn't part of any bigger plot that would need saving. But Sam figures he must be important to God, and that sort of creeps Dean out. <laughs> Bobby hands over a huge pile of books then to study and dean says he'll read them if he can get some pie <laughs> yeah we uh, we do find out well dean's favorite dessert is pie and yeah i mean we've talked pie. about pie now for i think this is the third or fourth reference to yeah. it we see sam pulling up to a liquor store on the phone with dean assuring him that he will pick up some pie and we see the new ruby uh peek out from behind the liquor store and sam goes over to talk to her it was more like a truck stop, not a liquor store. Yeah, a gas not, station, yeah, something like Mini pie. Mart. Yeah, you're not going to get necessarily fine pie at a liquor store, but you might at the gas station. Well, whatever store he was at also sold like I was. I assume Sam was buying himself beer and getting Dean pie. <laughs> right. Uh, she asks Sam, though, is it true that an angel rescued Dean? Um, 
Sam's like, yeah, seems like it. She gets scared and starts start, wheels around on her left heel and starts walking away. She's like, bye, see you later. Yeah. I'm out. <laughs> Sam's like, wait, 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 what are you, what's going on? And she's like, hey, Angel smite first and ask questions later. <laughs> you better, and then she tells Sam, like, you better watch yourself too, bucko. <laughs> and yeah, and she splits. Back at Bobby's, uh, we see Bob, uh, we see Sam pulling up in the car and lets him know, like, hey, keep the car running. We got to go check in on my friend Olivia, and uh, you boys are going to follow me. So Sam slides over. Dean hops in. Uh, Dean then grabs the bag of groceries from the truck stop and notices Sam forgot the pie. <laughs> what a jackball. <laughs> well, he had more things on his mind after what he had. After his conversation with Ruby is what I'm trying to spit out. Yeah, we both got a problem with our mouths today. Wow. So uh, they uh, get to Olivia's, pull up to the house, go inside, find her dead. Uh, Bobby, like, just takes off then at that point. The boys start looking around for clues. Bobby comes back and reports that no other hunters are answering their phones. I guess he ran into the bedroom to use her telephone. No, I... Th well, no, I think he ran outside to uh, use his, because he had his cell phone on him. Okay. But yeah, he said he's tried calling a couple other hunters and no one's answering. Inside Jed the Hunter's house, we see that Jed's dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it happens to, uh, Bobby happens to be leaving a message on his. That's where Bobby left the message on the answering machine, was for Jed to watch out because of, Hunter's missing or disappearing, but yeah, we look. No, he left a message at the first ladies too. Okay. That opening scene you hear in the machine, Bobby's leaving a message. You didn't hear that? Nope. Bobby's leaving calls all over town to all of his friends and family of hunters. You don't believe me, do you? Oh no, I, I do. mean, you're just looking at your skeptical. <laughs> like, am I going to debate him on this? No, I, I believe you because. All right. um, you're right, he had to have, because when Sam got back from his trip after talking with Ruby, he said, you know, I've left several messages with Olivia. It's not like her to not respond. So, yeah, yeah. I do believe you. I just must have forgotten it and didn't put it in my notes. Okay. It's, it's fine. It's Friday. <laughs> we can relax. My brain is fried. It's <laughs> Friday. I watched a series finale <laughs> today from last night, and I'm still <coughs> processing. Yeah, we're just going to review really quick. You watch the finale, so you know the entire thing. I don't know a single second of the finale, and I want to keep it that way until we get to that through this podcast. Okay, right. Because so I even feel kind of half-spoiled now because I know that there's like some special episodes coming up that I'm looking forward to seeing and watching again. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I'm a little clued in. I don't want to get clued in on the finale <laughs> whatsoever. Because, uh, you know, I like a good cry during TV shows. And <laughs> by the way you were blubbering this morning, it's going to be a hoot. Yeah, I started crying about halfway through and didn't stop till about uh, two hours after I finished watching it. And that's I, all I'm going to say. But you, you do like a good cry because you love uh, This Is Us. And if you don't have a good cry, which we still have to watch from Tuesday. But, yeah, if you don't have a good cry with that, you're upset. Yeah, because I think it I think it feels fantastic to get all bally <laughs> sit through a whole show because then when it's all over you stand up, you dust yourself off and you feel like a new person. It's cleansing. 
Yes, and you don't mock me for it doing it on that show. Well, no, that's because that's one show. If you, I mean, if you're not crying while watching This Is Us, there is something seriously wrong with you. But I do get weepy during a lot of things on TV, and you always mock me on everything else. Well, yeah, when you get weepy, like, during, uh, I don't know, <laughs> I think an the episode w- of The Simpsons or Rick and Morty. <laughs> <laughs> I've only gotten weepy during Rick and Morty twice. <laughs> I think the last one was when Schitt's Creek kept winning all those awards. Oh, yeah. The, the, I don't know why. Yeah, that's the Oscars, the Grammy. Not the Grammys, crap. Emmy. Emmys. Yeah, during the Emmys, they kept winning, and every time my eyes watered up, and I don't know why. I was so happy for those guys. Well, you like that show. I mean, it's a good show. Yeah. So. And, you know, the, that Levy family, they, they seem all right. <laughs> all right, back to this show, though. By the way, if you haven't watched Schitt's Creek, go watch it. After you get done watching Supernatural. True. Uh, So Sam and Dean, then uh, they head over to Jed's and confirm, yep, Jed's dead. They call Bobby. And Bobby says, yeah, I just ran across two other hunters, and they're both dead, too. He used a funny word. He was like, yeah, they redecorated in red. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus, Bobby, you and your dark humor. (laughs) The joke is bad and dark. Uh, We see the boys pull into a gas station. I wanted to point out here, in the Supernatural universe, why is it every gas station is a tiny little two-pump mom-and-pops place? They never pull into um, a quick trip. (laughs) They never pull into a PDQ. They never pull into, I'm trying to pull other gas stations that might not, Casey's, uh, a Flying J. They... You know, it's funny that you mentioned that because in future episodes, every gas, just about every gas station they stop at is called a gas and sip. So they do start visiting these chain. A real, okay, something more uh, normal to what we think of as gas stations. Yes, yes. I don't think there is really a station called gas and sip, but that's what the chain that they always go to. Yeah, it's just funny. Like, okay, I don't even know where you would find one of those little roadside mom and pops. They're, they all went out of business with the with the gas tank regulations. Well, I think, uh, yeah, a lot of them did. But I think of, like, uh, Viking ga- in Reedsburg. That's closed. Really? Where they, you used to rent all the videos? That's closed. Yeah, Viking Pizza Express Hut. is long gone. Yeah, I did not know that. Oh, well. There you have it. It's a, it's a, there's a quick trip in town now or something Well, yeah, like there's a quick trip. Oh, Jake's Junkyard. Are they still going? Oh, Jake's Junkyard. I don't know if they still sell gas there or not. They might. Hmm. That was weird. Why does the Junkyard sell gas? I don't know. Best prices in Reedsburg. Yeah, and it was always like a couple cents cheaper too, right? Right. All right, enough about good old Reedsburg. And gas station. (laughs) So uh, we see that someone's lurking in the shadows. Sam is uh, inside washing his hands. By the way, in that tiny little gas station, nice big bathroom in it. Uh, And the room gets all frosty and freezy. Turns around and, hey, it's our old pal Hendrickson. Wait, didn't he get blown up and then, or killed in the, yeah, blown up in the the, uh, police station explosion. They had a gas leak and that's how they explained how they all died. Uh, But then he like glitches out so we know that it's a ghost Hendrickson. Yeah, it was uh, the end. It was at the end of season three, episode twelve. Justin Bellow. Yeah, we Lilith blew the place up, exactly. and but he blames Sam for him dying at the hands of Lilith, and they start kung fu fighting. <laughs> 
luckily enough, though, Dean walks in and puts a salty shoddy right through Hendrickson. Yeah, shoots him with the rock salt. He, uh, he's, so Hendrickson vanishes. We see Bobby's in an old house. What house was he in? His own? Yeah, he was in his own oh, house. Okay. Uh, there's children giggles and static noises. A ball bounces down the stairs, and two little girls pop up behind him. So with everything else going on, we already know these are creepy little ghost girls. Uh, they look like the twins out of The Shining. Exactly. Well, that's what I was reading on IMDb. It is an homage to those twins on The Shining. Dean's trying to give Bobby a call, but Bobby isn't picking up. And so they take off. The next morning, the boys show up looking for Bobby. They have their shotguns ready. Dean's inside the house walking around. Sam goes outside and walks around to explore. By the way, this is when we learn, like, geez, Bobby's got a pretty sizable junkyard going on. Yeah, he does. He's got a good-sized junkyard. Singer's Auto Body or Singer's Auto or something like that. Uh, we see then the little girls. They have Bobby, like, tied up, and uh, they're telling him, shush, be quiet. And it looks like they got their mouths over his, his, their, his, their hands over his mouth, too. Uh, inside, then, the some doors close in on Dean. He gets frosty in the room, and Meg shows up. New Meg, new haircut. Well, same Meg, but just what she used to look like before the demon possessed her. Yeah, it isn't demon possessed Meg. It's real Meg Meg. Right. And so, yeah, she's got a different haircut. And I kept looking. I'm like, is that really the same actress? It was, yeah. Like, I guess it is. She just doesn't have her hair bleached, and uh, it's longer. And I was like, I like the other haircut better. <laughs> well, yeah, she said, this is how I used to look before she cut my hair and dressed me up like a slut. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, goes to commercial at that point. We come back from there, and she explains she's not a demon. She is the ghost of Meg Masters. But she's really salty about being dead now. Uh, she wants to know why Dean didn't help her out humanely. Um, you know, basically just shoved her ass out a window to kill her off. And then she starts to kick Dean's ass. These ghosts are super strong in this. They really are. Um, the boys get beaten up quite a bit. <laughs> Fortunately, Bobby doesn't really suffer any beat down. Yeah, he's just fighting two little girls <laughs> with, with super strength. Uh, Dean, is, Dean assures her that he didn't know um, that she was stuck inside and, and, you know, like apologizes and I'm sorry, but she's still seeking revenge. This is where I've got a little bit of a problem and a question. Yes. How does Dean not know? He's fought demons so long that he knew that the real person was still locked in he should have known that the real person was still locked inside that should have came up at some point when he was hunting with john right you would think so but you remember in that episode when they wanted to exercise the demon out of meg bobby told him be careful there is a real girl locked in there um yeah exactly and he said so how do they why so why they because, shove her out the window and not save her because at that point, they didn't know that there was a real, a real person with a demon inside. Because after that, that they exorcised the demon out of her. Even Bobby said, well, can't you tell? But then he never said how you can tell. And I don't know what the difference is between a demon possessing a, a person because a demon in the form that we see them in is that smoke form versus... Hey, do demons sometimes, like Azazel, was that really Azazel's body? Was he the embodiment of a demon? Or was he possessing that 
I would say he's the embodiment because he had yellow eyes. No person on earth walking around has got his weird... Because they weren't just yellow. They were like screwy, too many pupil eyeballs, too. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. They were gross. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, back with Bobby, we see that the little kids are tormenting him. And it sounds like in the past, he walked past them while some sort of monster was attacking those little girls. So that's why we're t they're tormenting him. So at this point, it's all very clear. These ghosts are all upset about be being dead, and they're seeking revenge for those who they believed caused it. Either caused it or didn't do enough to save them. Exactly. With Back with Dean, Meg keeps going on about falling out of the window to her death. And uh, then her little sister killed herself over Meg dying. So it says, it, like, it wasn't just me. Like, you affected other people too, buddy. Yeah, because she said, you know, after she was, the demon was exercised and Meg's body died. Um, she said her sister got lost as a younger sister and eventually did kill herself. Sam finds Bobby finally out in the junkyard. I don't know how he looked up randomly and saw something in a rearview mirror. And I'm like, wait, I don't see anything in that mirror. The mirror was froze, was frosted over. Oh, that's what it was. Yes. I thought the mirror was just like cracked and shitty. No, it's frosted <laughs> over. And he's like, ah, oh. he's like, oh, that's the sign of a ghost. Oh, okay. Perfect. Um, and he's got like a knife. Bobby's got like a rod. And they quickly uh, just beat on the like swing at the uh, ghosts and they just vanish because of iron ghosts can't hang around with iron swooshing through them i guess right uh back with dean he shoots up into the ceiling and drops a huge lighting fixture down on meg getting rid of her because once again iron passed through her which i thought amazing lucky shot one shot at that <laughs> lighting fixture and it just drops like a wily e. coyote cartoon well, you have to realize that Dean's had a lot of experience shooting things, and so probably is a pretty good aim. And he had he had time because, you know, she was had. Oh, well, that's not going to do much good to shoot me with that. And he took his time and aimed. He's like, nope, oh, not shooting at you, chicky. All right. Well, it was it was a good move. Sam, Dean, and Bobby—they're all back together again, comparing notes. And oh, I, something I forgot to mention was that when Dean was tussling with. Uh, the real, the ghost of the real Meg Masters earlier, he noticed a brand on her hand. Right. So back while they're comparing notes, he jotted down what that brand looked like. Bobby grabs it and goes off to investigate or wants to investigate it. And Bobby takes the boys down into a ghost panic room. It's like a big iron uh, tank. And inside of it, it's a bunch of books and weapons. And Bobby even says it's coated in salt. Uh, the boys are really impressed by his work. Right. And then Bobby's like, yeah, I had a weekend off or something. He made, <laughs> some, like, casual, yeah. Yeah. made oh. some casual remark. Oh, like, dude, this thing would have taken you years because <laughs> right. it was like it was riveted like the Titanic. Yes. And you forgot to mention that when they're comparing notes, um, Sam also mentioned that Hendrickson had the same type of brand on him that Meg had. Oh, OK. I missed that while we were watching it. All right, so that brand then is common to these ghosts. Uh, we see Dean is packing salt uh, shotgun shells. Dean starts talking about wh why he doesn't believe in God, and it's the same old why do good things happen to bad 
Or why do bad things happen <laughs> to good people? Yeah, why do good things happen to bad people? Same way. But yes, why, it's, do, why do bad things always happen to good people? If there's really a God, why isn't he doing something about it? Yeah, and uh, at this point, uh, Bobby finds the information on that mark, on the mark that Meg has, uh, shows that someone rose them on purpose. Uh, it was a spell so powerful that it left a mark in their soul. Uh, Bobby's got, you know, that's good news, but Bobby's got some bad news that this is a clear sign of the apocalypse. Yeah, it's the mark of the witness. Um, he says, all I got to do is read the book of Revelation and you'll find out. <laughs> Yeah, well, the event is called The Rise of the Witness. Yes. And it's a mile marker towards the apocalypse. At this point, though, Dean wants to go on a road trip, and I liked this. Finally, Dean's talking about a vacation. <laughs> what was it, like Grand Canyon, Vegas, Star Bunny Trek Ranch? Oh, Star Trek Experience. And, uh, yeah, the Bunny Ranch. Yeah, Bunny Ranch. Like, oh, good. I'm glad that, you know, he's, he's open-minded to just having some fun sometimes. Oh, Dean is always open-minded to having fun. They just don't have a chance to because they're usually fighting something. If they're not fighting each other. <laughs> if they're not arguing with each other. Bobby, though, does have some good news, though. He has a spell that'll put them back to rest. And he's got all the stuff they need in the house. But the bad news is it's outside of their little go safety ghost chamber. So they grab all a bunch of guns and they start heading upstairs. Bobby reminds them, be careful. Try not to run out of ammo. Right. Uh, because Well, the reason I can't do it in there is, yes, they don't have all the stuff in there. But plus the spell has to be done by an open fire. And so they go to his library because he's got a... Uh, fireplace in his library. So they slowly creep out of the safety room, uh, head up the stairs, and it's our old friend, bank robber Rob. Ron. Ron. Bank, God darn it. My <laughs> notes. Why couldn't I have gotten Ron? Bank robber Ron. And I was like, hey, this is a best of past bad guys and acquaintances. This is fantastic. Well, he wasn't a bad guy. He's the one that... that found that there was a shapeshifter robbing those banks and stuff. The yep. laser eyes. That's why I added acquaintances into that. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so they do kind of a quick little flashback to remind people, or new new viewers, really, I think, Yes. of who Ron is. At first, though, Ron looks like he's happy to be there, but then pretty quickly he gets salty about the whole situation, goes into the same old, oh, why'd you kill me? And then Dean just shoots him. Bobby. Bobby shot him? Yeah. I thought Dean shot him. No, Dean was busy talking and Bobby shot him. Oh, okay. Yeah, because then Bobby does say, hey, more shooting, less talking. No, he's if you're going to shoot, shoot, don't talk. This is a famous quote, apparently, from the good, the bad, and the ugly. All right. I've never seen that, I don't think. Bobby is, uh, they get to the room that they need to be in. Bobby starts the ritual, but the Twin, the little girl twin ghosts keep popping in to annoy him. Well, plus he has to, he sends Sam upstairs to get a hex box and then sends Dean into the kitchen to get some more ingredients that he needs. Yep, Sam's walking around upstairs and then Ghost Meg starts to annoy him. Doors close between Dean and Bobby and Ghost Hendrickson starts to annoy Dean. <laughs> <laughs> Hendrickson uh, goes on about how horrible it was, that it took 45 minutes for him to die, that Lilith just started torturing people slowly. It sounds like she had a real ball in there before she blew the whole place to hell. Yes. At this point, Ghost Hendrickson reaches inside of Dean, 
Luckily, Sam, though, finds him and shoots Ghost Hendrickson, so he vanishes. And then Ghost Ron pops up and says he's going to eat Dean alive. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Dean's got a funny line like, I'm not a cheeseburger, dude. (laughs) Uh, Then Ghost Ron vanishes. They didn't do anything to get rid of him. He just split, right? Uh, I can't remember. Yeah, I think he just vanishes. Uh, at this point, though, a very strong wind blows through and disturbs Bobby. Uh, but he's able to recover, and he gets back at it. At this point, though, all of the ghosts just start showing up everywhere, and Sam and Dean it just start shooting everywhere. It's like a shooting gallery yeah. of ghosts incoming and those two shooting. And I'm thinking nobody's going to have any hearing after this. <laughs> be so loud in that house. Well, yeah, you mentioned the wind picking up. Um and they did salt themselves in this room, but because the wind picked up, it kind of broke the line of salt. That's why the, the spirits were able to get through, and they would have to shoot them with rock salt um, or swing something that's pure iron through them to make them disappear. Yeah, because during this battle, then, Dean does run out of ammo, but he grabs an iron bar and starts swinging it, and that works. Sam gets pushed up against the wall and pinned. Ghost Meg reaches inside of Bobby. Bobby drops the bowl of potion, which he's just finished after all this. Luckily, Dean dives in, grabs the bowl, tosses it in the fire. There's a big, bright, flashing light, and all of the angry ghosts vanish. Yay. Commercial. Fortunately, Bobby was done with the spell, just needed to toss all the ingredients on the fire, and it was all taken care of. So back from commercial, we see Dean laying on the floor. He wakes up, and we see Castiel is standing in the kitchen overlooking everyone while they're sleeping. Dean walks up to Castiel, and he's pretty annoyed that Castiel didn't help. <laughs> Dean wants to know when is ever when's God going to step in and start helping out around here. Dean, though, calms down enough and asks if Bobby was right, if the witnesses... You know, really are the sign of the apocalypse. Sure enough, the the rise of the witnesses was the 66th seal. No, 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 no. One of 66 seals. Oh, There's, one of 60. Yeah, no, the 66th seal is you don't want that because then bad things okay. happen. This is just one of the seals. Yeah, I misunderstood that sentence then. Okay, it is one of the 66 seals. Got it. I thought it was like the 66 out of 100 and <laughs> they were uh, removing them all. All right, so we know that the seals are being broken by Lilith. Uh, And how these seals work is they're kind of like locks. And after the last one is broken, Lucifer walks free. Castiel says that, hey, that's why angels are back again, is big things are happening. Mm -hmm. He says, Castiel's like, our numbers are not unlimited. Like, we lose people in battle. This is a real, this is an actual issue. Mm-hmm. That's going on. And by the way, <coughs> oh Lord, why do I have to cooperate then? Son of a biscuit. <clears throat> and uh, <coughs> also, Castiel, I think, has gotten annoyed with Dean's tone because, by the way, I grabbed your ass out of hell. I can put your ass right back in it. <laughs> and what, another thing I found interesting is the fact that uh, Dean also did not believe in Lucifer. He's like, oh, come on, that's just a scary story they tell at Demon Sunday School. Lucifer isn't real, and 
Castiel's like, oh, yes, he is. Yeah, during this whole conversation, Castiel confirms uh, heaven and hell are real, God and Lucifer are real. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's big stakes, buddy. Then Dean wakes up again. So I guess he talked to Castiel in a dream or something, or Castiel sent him back in time. I don't know. I but, think it was in his dream he was talking to him. But Dean wakes up again, rolls over, and then asks Sam about his religious belief. If he believes in Lucifer. And that's the end. That was the end of the episode. Yep. So good episode. But like I say, you can definitely tell that it's switched gears because this whole thing now is about one big larger storyline of Lilith breaking these seals open. And I would have to imagine that that storyline could take longer than one season or at least have impacts beyond further one season. Am I correct? Yes. This assumption that. This is the big kickoff. Yes. Because, uh, yeah, it was it was it was pretty wild. I, I I liked all I liked all the, I like seeing Ron again. <laughs> I didn't think I'd ever see Henriksen again. Yeah. I honestly didn't think I'd ever see Meg again. Do we see any of those three in the future? Or is this their final goodbye? This is their swan song. Oh. Yeah. No. Mentioned when Meg was also got a hold of Sam for a while, and she was upset about what Sam was doing with Ruby, because you know Sam's been working with Ruby, and Ruby's been helping him. I don't know what she's been helping him doing to be able to smite demons with his mind, but she wasn't too happy about that. Finish up this. Uh, I'll be right back. Okay. Well, I'm done. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The next episode, jeez. The next episode. Hey, girls. Now the, hey, hey, wait, 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 girls. The girls are fighting. Nala. Nala. Someone's back with Dan's fan. That's why he had to run out. And I got the girls all excited, and now they're fighting and barking and all that fun stuff. Anyway, yes, that was the end of this episode. The next episode is season four, episode three. It's entitled In the Beginning. Just a reminder of our website called coupleofidgets.com. We have our Facebook group called Armchair Hunters. And you can get our podcast on iTunes and all that other fun stuff. And Dan's back. And did you do a good job at the show wrap-up? I think I did. You know, after I broke the dogs up because Nala attacked Harley. <laughs> so that was fun. I... It's funny, a lot of people ask us about our podcast, and I want to tell them, I go, well, it's about Supernatural, but there's a lot of other horseplay that happens, too, inside conversations. Like, it might be fun to listen to us, even if you don't watch this show. (laughs) You get to hear about the dogs fighting. All right, did you talk about the next episode? Yes, I did. Told them about the website? Yes. Told them about the Facebook? Yes. Told them where they could find us streaming? I was just getting up to there, and then you came in, so you can finish that. Find us on iTunes, Spotify, TuneIn, all the major platforms. The website has links to everything as well as a neat little comment feature. So if you got anything wrong or you want to add any information, definitely go there and check that out. And a reminder, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your friends' neighbors, tell everyone you know that likes Supernatural about our podcast and uh, give them the gift of love. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) This holiday season, give them the gift of love that just keeps on giving. The knowledge of us and our silly show. <laughs> we'll talk to you tomorrow. All right, everyone. Bye. Bye.